where else would you rather be than right here, right now? Hey, UK Bills Mafia. This is Christian Wade of your Buffalo Bills. This is the Red, White and Buffalo Blues, a UK Bills podcast with your hosts, Matt and Alex. Let's go, Buffalo! Woo! We talk football? We can always talk football. I just want the team that I want one time. And on a special episode of Defend Your Draft... We have episode number five and we have Charlie joining us. Charlie, thank you for joining me on the um, on the show and for you to eventually defend your draft. Hey, welcome, man. Great to be here. So first of all, like I've asked with the others, just want to know how you became a, um, a Bills fan. How did it become? How did it start? Yes. So I think maybe similar to a guy you had on um, last time on the Defend Your Draft, you know, I'm of an age where you know, growing up um, as a teenager in the in the nineties, you know, Sunday nights on TV was a fairly slim affair. You know, we're back to times where we only had a few TV channels, and your choices were, uh, you know, things like um, songs Carnation. of praise, or you know, <laughs> yeah, um, it was it was a fairly limited, oh, you know, the Love Boat or something. And of course, Channel Four showed the NFL, and so. I guess all the, the friends I had, we all watched the NFL, all the guys of, of my kind of age, we watched the NFL every Sunday night. And of course, being an East Coast team, the Bills were on yeah, a reasonable amount and they were you know, pretty good back then, of course, as we all know, the Super Bowl years. And I, I was just fascinated by these these snow games and these crazy, crazy mm. fans. And it, uh, you know, we had the K-Gun, fast-moving offense. They didn't play like other teams at that stage. Um, yeah. And it was just it was fast moving phenomenal group of offensive weapons and so yeah that, that's what pulled me in and then you know for years it was kind of tough to follow the bills right you know i mean we went on we went on sky i didn't have sky tv and um you know with the advent of the game pass and stuff it's become much easier thankfully so mm. yeah love being a bills fan yeah so we had on episode one i believe of defend your um your draft your um your good mate tim mm-hmm. on the uh, on the show now i for, for people that didn't hear that one obviously go back it's it's fun to see how he defended this but just want to get your view and being his mate on his draft <laughs> he went uh, number 51 he went with Diamond brown 61 tommy togai 63 gregory russo 73 melafarmu 108 deontay brown 161 Derek foster forest sorry and 163, Shai Smith. There's a, there's a lot of talented players there. Um, what was the, Diami Brown is, is, is the first pick, right? Yeah, so 51, yeah. traded down and got Diami Brown. I love Diami Brown. I mean, if you watch his film, he just, he's, he's so exciting to watch. You know, we do have a need at wide receiver. Where mm-hmm. I find it's tough is to, is to pick him first. I mean, I think we just have bigger needs. I mean, I definitely think we should be drafting one wide receiver for sure this this uh, this draft. But yeah, you know, as the first pick, I think you know, edge, cornerback, um, interior offensive line. These are positions that we have bigger gaps this year um, in order to solve. But I mean, you can't argue with the quality of the players. I mean, <laughs> and just run me through the others again. You after, after Dami Brown, we had who else? Tommy Togai, um, yeah, I mean, sixty-one. Yep. Gregor Russo, sixty-three. 
mean, he's an interesting one, isn't he? Because he needs he needs development. Yeah, he's very raw. Um, but Toolsy could be a real prospect. And the thing is about edges in this this draft is that there's really only two or three guys who who are round one, you know, grades really, at least for me. And if you don't get one of those, you've got to go Toolsy. You've got to go mm-hmm. somebody who's going to develop. Um, I, I'm not keen on reaching for say Rousseau in the in the first round. I think that would be a would be a, a mistake. But I mean, the second round, yeah, I think that's a great pick. Then he goes with um, Melifonwu at 73, Deontay Brown of Alabama at 108. Mm-hmm. I mean, who's Bills fans' favorite, Syracuse cornerback. Everybody loves favorite. it. <laughs> If I you don't get him, I'm going to be pounding the table. I'm going to fight, get a flight to Buffalo and actually uh, slap Beam around the face for not drafting him. I'd be surprised if a lot of Bills fans didn't have Melifonu orange jerseys. You know, I mean, if we draft him, it's going to be it's going to be huge. But I mean, I think the tricky thing I think for Melifonu is where does he fall? He's mm. in that in between range, which I think he's he's uh, he's probably going to be gone before we get to our second pick. Yeah. And it, Getting, taking him in the first would be a reach. Uh, I think there are some guys a little bit ahead of him. So I think there's a real danger that he goes in the 40s or 50s before he actually gets to us. Um, but, you know, who knows? I mean, this draft is a mystery. People were missing out last year. Um, I think that there's, there's a lot less players have, have been nominated for the draft. We know about that. You know, we heard Brandon Bean say about medical reports not being so available. Some crazy stuff could happen uh, and we could get people dropping that we just don't expect. Um, I mean, some people have Melifonu as a, as a round one pick. Um, mm. So who knows? But I mean, great player. Yeah. And his last two are Derek uh, Forrest, uh, mm-hmm. Safety, uh, yep. 161, and Shai Smith, 163. Yeah, I mean, I like I like Dirk Forrest. I think we do need a safety in this draft. Um, you know, we we've obviously lost. You know, our best backup safety in, in Marlowe's gone. Um, I think he, if we ideally, if we can get a safety who can play a bit of Buffalo nickel, that would be my preferred mm. option. But I think Forrest is a really really good option, especially for that that point of the draft. And Shai Smith, yeah, get the tool, toolsy guy. So I mean, there's some great players in there for sure. So what we're going to do is we're going to get uh, we're actually going to do a live one. This is a this is a first. Everyone else sent their ones in, so we are actually going to do a live mocking of the draft. And I hope you can see see that board. Yep. Good, good. And you, if you want to trade, we'll stop it at trades. What's before I start? What what is your best place to draft uh, to trade up to in this in this in this year this year yeah i mean i think there's a few guys who you know have a chance to either fall to us or the teams just above us mm. i think the challenge that we've got is the teams above us they've got smart front offices they they, they are well prepared that they're, they're going to be picking players that are around about the ones that we we like you know the names that i've got on my list of players that i'd be interested in trading up for Obviously, um, I think there's a couple of edges in here uh, in terms of quiddy pay. Um, I think in terms of, um, uh, well, I, 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 I guess we've got people like, uh, let me find my list here. Jalen Phillips, I can't see how he's going to possibly drop to us. Right. Um, um, Azizo Jalari is an interesting one. Again, he's somewhat debate about whether he's a good scheme fit. Um, so I don't think in, in terms of edge, if, if Quiddy Pay is hanging out there in the mid-20s, then we, we've got to be looking to trade up, surely. 
Um, then you've got people like um, Jeremiah Usu Koromoa. I mean, if he's if he's hanging around and a number of mocks I've done, he's gone just before us to, to the Packers. And yeah, I mean, like that would be heartbreaking because yeah. I think he, he's a game changer for our defense. So I'd love if he was close to be trading up, but I mean, I don't think we want to be trading up too far, um, you know, but if, if somebody's mid to late twenties, then, then let's, let's take a look. Okay. So this is, this is your draft. So if there's mm -hmm. a position that you want me to, to look at trade wise, mm -hmm. you just let me know what, and I was trying to do my best to stop it at that, uh, at that time. Um, well, should so we take a look around mid twenties and see see how it looks? See mid twenties. Okay. Yeah. So I've stuck it on fast, so hopefully this should be going fast. Which to me it sounds like it's going normal. Um, so JC Horn's gone. Kyle Pitts to twelve. Bloody hell! Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what goes on with their with, with draft network and their algamation sometimes. Right, should we pause it just there? I think most of the main guys are going. I mean, this looks like a trade down scenario for me. Um, so you've got one, you get one, you get the Bucks 32, you get the Bucks 137, and you get the Bucks 217 this year to give up. I think that's pretty attractive because I don't think there's anyone obviously dropping to us that I like the look of. Um, Let me move the board. I think that to pick up that fourth is actually not a bad idea. I think there's a lot of talent around that late third, early fourth. That's your board at the moment. Yeah. So I mean, we got Najee Harris, Joe Tryon, Jamie Davis. Now we're going. To, we don't want to get into the running back debate again. <laughs> <laughs> What's your view? What's your view? What's your view? Come on. What's your view? So my my view is, I don't think we should draft a running back at thirty. No. I think there are. We undoubtedly would benefit from more pace at running back, but I mean, we've just brought the, the you know the guy in from from Miami, I think. Um, Breeder, yeah, give us, yeah, Breeder to give us a bit more pace. I think that's okay for this year. I think there's just bigger needs. I think there's just bigger needs, and I think if we're going to spend a first round pick, I want the what's the biggest gap between what we have and where the sort of ceiling of that position would be. Mm -hmm. I think you've got to say it's edge. You've got to say it's cornerback probably interior offensive line although I think that's a little high for for a guard probably but yeah I'm I'm not I, I can I my guess is we don't draft a running back at all in this draft I think the front office likes our guys I think the issue is on the interior offensive line I think that's the biggest obstacle for us running the ball well um and so yeah I'm anti-draft running back at, at, at 30. So do you want to make that trade with the Bucks do you want to pick up that fourth drop down two? Yeah let's do that uh, all right, so where are your bucks? We'll accept your offer. Hopefully, then this is where they turn around and say no. Right. <laughs> so try on. Do you want to go back down again? All right, so what's they giving? He's giving us a 47 and a third. For our first. Yeah, that's one option. Let's look at the other option. Uh, 40th, another fourth and a fifth. Or I guess just our first. Yeah, that's pretty tempting to get down to forty, given my major major guys. I mean, the thing is, yeah, next to third with the Chargers. Yeah, seven picks lower though. Yeah, that's a tricky one. That's a tricky one. So tell you what, I'm going to do. I'm going to take the Broncos offer 
because and can accumulate some of those later round picks to drive to trade back up a little bit later. Okay. Because I think there's I mean, we have a number of positions we want to go to get uh, get upgrades in, and that's just going to give us more swings. No trade. Oh my god! Right, we're not I taking that let's, one. Let's decline these. Let's see who we've got, and um, let's, get another let's stop fourth it. to go back a bit more. <laughs> I don't want any more sevens. That's for sure. <laughs> okay, so your board. Right. Ooh, okay. So we've got Jason away, Javonta Williams. And you see, this is a situation where you go, well, don't draft a running back in, in, in the first round, but you know, Williams is sat there as a second op second round option is actually pretty tempting, isn't he? Creed Humphreys there, like the look of that. Let's just look at the cornerback options for a second. Cornerback. Yep. All right. So I think cornerback we can definitely afford to wait on. So let's go back to Edge. Can you just look at Edge for a second for me? Edge. Yep. No way. So Peyton Turn is that I do like Peyton Turn. I don't know if you've looked at him much, but I think he's got a bit about him. He's, um, yeah, he's ideally. I I mean, like obviously, him. I'm not going to make. I'm not going to make the pick for you. I'm probably going to put a name in your head on this one. Um, okay. It's not Boogie Basham. It's Ronnie mm -hmm. Perkins. Yeah, I mean Ronnie Perkins again. All, all the tools. You got a I guy prefer... that potentially be the Lorenzo Alexander of the um of the team can play hands down and play up as well. Yeah, I guess the question is, what kind of defense are we going to play? I mean, mm. what did this did this um, coaching staff make use of uh, Lorenzo simply because we had him, or is that actually their desired way of playing? You know, my my sense is we know they were looking for a um, a Buffalo nickel last year. Um, the guy that went to uh, the Patriots. So I just wonder whether they're thinking more movable chess pieces in the backfield. Um, I don't know. But um, okay, so let's just take a look at interior offensive line. Those are my three big ones that I want to solve. Ah, Creed Quinn, Humphrey. You can probably get him low. Yeah, yeah, Creed Humphrey. That is really tempting. I think I'm going to go go back to Edge, edge again. Edge. Okay. Yep. So I think I think I'm going to go. See, J Jason away to me is too much of a. He's not. He's yeah. Not too much. Of, too much of a risk there. No. Yeah, exactly. I think I'm going to go. I'm going to go Peyton Turner. Yeah, Peyton Turner. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. Do you want to move up, giving up one of your fourths and a sixty-one, and your second to forty-five? No, I'm good. Let's keep. Let's keep going. Keep going. Okay. Okay. Now. Uh, you want to get rid of the second and the fifth for a 48? No, no let's keep oh, going. Hey, bloody hell, people running in now. Down. Uh, uh, I'll try to reject all the trades up to our. Yeah, let's reject all the friends. Let's go to 61 and see what we get. Oh, go away. There we go. Yeah. Bloody hell, a load of people want to trade down. What's going on? How about, how about, well, what's that one? What's that? Sec two seconds. Yeah, two seconds for a second, third, and a fourth. That's pretty tempting. I'm going to, I'm going to take that. You're going to take that? Yep. I, to be honest, I would too, to be honest. Yeah. So at 58, you're on the board. Let's go back All right, to the thing. Let's take a look at, um, let's look at interior offensive line then for a second. It wants to. Change, there we go. Interior offensive. Yeah. 
All right. So Ben Cleveland's there at 92. I do like Ben Cleveland, but he's obviously not till 92. So we can afford to wait on him. Let's look at cornerback. Cornerback. Oh. Now this is tricky. There's some talent there, right? Definitely. <laughs> but I mean, the top six of those, I mean, even, even up to Robert Rochelle, I really like. Yeah, yeah. Griffin, not so much, but I mean, when you get the likes of Samuel Molden and Melifanwu still on the board at, at 58. So what, how do you, I mean, what do you see in terms of the differences between um, Samuel? I mean, Samuel's, Samuel's more of a slot guy, isn't he? I can Melifanwu see. is more of the outside guy, but he's also got some size. Elijah Molden was definitely a nickel. I'm going to go with Melifanwu. Um, yeah, just because I think we need more of an outside quick guy. To be honest, I would even I would even peg Samuel potentially to and Molden to play outside. I think, think all of them they can play inside the slot and outside. I mean, Melifanwu, there you want your chess piece, you want your Buffalo nickel. Yeah, Melifanwu's the guy on that one. Samuel but, can play out and in. Molden, I think mainly play slot. Samuel, they're a little bit shorter than I'd like. They're just a little bit shorter than I'd like. Yeah. You know, if we look at what happened to Levi Wallace last year, he got big boyed a couple of times. I think I want I want I want the guy who is six foot two. Okay. <laughs> Melifon who it is. Okay. So 63. We're on the board again. All right. Ooh. So let's take a look at um, interior defensive line. ADL. Okay. I, I want a one tech at some point. All right, interesting. One, so two, three, three, talent. four, maybe. Yeah, but probably we can afford to wait. I mean, look at Tyler Shelvin's down there and Alan McDeal. So I like let's let's wait on those guys. Let's look at um so we've got a we've got an edge. Yep. Yep. Um we've got a cornerback. So let's take a look at interior offensive line then. Quinn's still on the board. Yeah. What do you make of Quinn Miners? I'd like him. I mean, he's, yeah. he offers you that versatility. Division Division two school, come in, he can play guard straight away, lit up the bowl, lit up the senior bowl. Is one of those guys that really is aggressive, finishes off his blocks, and he's got that versatility. Mm. So you can have him sat, so attractive. sat behind. Yeah. You've that got guy that versatility. Can be he can be, even if he comes in and starts at guard, you've got the versatility that when if Morse picks up another concussion, has to retire or anything like that, you potentially have a ready-made center ready to go. Yeah, I'm, I'm sold on that. I mean, I think that none of us really want to see Feliciano playing center again. <laughs> so so let's let's go with Queen Myers. Queen Myers. Um, yep. And then we sold out, and like, to my mind, our three biggest needs all in the second round. With, with so you're now EPA. Yeah, we just gives us that, that those options now, doesn't it? So. And we've lost the third round pick to get up to that to mm -hmm. get that second. So we're we'll just into... pause for a second and maybe trade up into the fourth. Let's just see what we've got in terms of Ooh, our... picked on the Patriots. Oh, ah. They'll never trade with us. <laughs> let's just um, let's look at our trade options here. What have we got left in terms of draft capital? Do you want to just click on trade and um, see, we have see what we've got left. Uh, just I'm wondering about packaging up maybe one of those fifths, the sixth and the seventh, and seeing how far that'll get us up the board. Who do you want to trade for? Who do you want to trade um, with? 
let's just let's just click on uh, giving you put Kansas City up there. Let's just let's oh. just see if we. I'm trying to think who else has um, not a huge amount of draft capital. Um, let's look maybe at the Vikings. Let's take a look at the Vikings. Vikings. Yeah. NFC Vikings. Let's see what they want. Okay. Well, they got wow. They got. <laughs> options here let's take let's click on that uh 125 does that does that get us the oh it does all right, that gets you the, all the way up there yeah let's try the 119 then takes you up there all as right. well let's 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 take off this let's take off the seventh see if they're still interested they're still oh. interested all right i think we're gonna have to go with that let's let's do that okay <laughs> Oh, it's Brandon Bean. Ah, oh, thank you. All right. So now we're down to a uh, to a fifth and a seventh after this wolf. Mm-hmm. So what? So what now? Now looking at it, we've we've addressed the main for. needs. Where's yeah. your next? Um, where would your next point of call actually be? Probably, I want a one tech. Um, one tech. I think. I think it's pretty obvious to me that um, if we can get a, a one tech, I'd be I'd be pleased. One tech to me feels like a Oh, it's selected hey, someone for us. It already took someone. That's a bar. That's... <laughs> what's, your, what's your running back like? Right, we'll... I confess, I've never even heard of that guy. <laughs> All right, so w- w- let's let's discuss it. So just pretend. Yeah, let's talk about it. it. So, so my so, feeling is one tech is is a problem. Um, we know it was a problem last year. Obviously, we've got Star coming back. You would expect who knows what kind of state he's in. I mean, he's not played football for a year. We have no idea, you know, what's happened. If he's still in a in good shape, um, I love Harry. Of course, everybody loves Harry, but the reality is, he's not progressing perhaps as fast as everybody wants him to. Um, yeah. Maybe he'll get there, but I think he needs competition. I'm expecting star to start no matter what who we draft. But I think having a bit of pressure there, having a longer term solution. I think Star's contract probably has what one, maybe two years left to run. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but I think we need some some competition there, and I I really want somebody who's big, who's going to move people. Um, all right. So now we're into the fifth. As pro- yeah, yeah. To be honest, you guys, you guys, Shelvin and McNeil. McNeil yeah. just went just before. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, if we had a chance, we probably would have just traded up front. I mean, McNeil and Shelvin. I think are great options. I mean, yeah, I think I either mean, of those would be uh, would be awesome for us. I mean, Shelvin. I mean, well, he's probably the biggest guy in the draft. I think, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, he just he just he just puts people on their backsides. And when you see his his tape against Alabama, you know, he's just putting um, uh, the um, the center there. The uh, is it Dickinson, Landers Dickinson? Is that yeah. the right guy? Yeah. He just puts him on his backside repeatedly. Um, you know, and he's obviously going to go pretty high. So I think Shelvin, if we could get Shelvin in the fourth um, or even just earlier in the fifth, then that's a that's a great asset for sure. So now let's assume we we took it we took a a, a one tech. <laughs> let's look at wide receiver because I do think we do need one. Um, so here's here's your guy, Emir Smith Marset. You know, I, I hadn't heard really too much about him until I was listening to you talk about. I him. have a lot of guys he, wide receiver wise. Some of them may not even on on that screen at the moment really yeah. i mean i like anthony schwartz i think he's he's a really entertaining fun player smith marset i feel like he's he's got he's got some tools um he's a big guy he that's can my guy punts. that's Michael my guy Strachan, right 
Interesting. Yeah, I, I confess I haven't got that far down in terms of watching tape on wide receivers. I think <laughs> she Smith's probably the first I got. Maybe Josh uh, Imotabele, I think is his name. Um, I mean, Daz Newsom, I quite like, but he didn't test well from, from what I remember. It sort of gives me a little bit of concern, but I'm going to go with Imish Smith-Marset. I think that Marset. he can return punts. He can play outside. He can play inside. I think he's a good big slot option for us. We're going to have to have another wide receiver um, going into 2022. Um, Emmanuel Sanders is not going to be with us, I, I wouldn't think. Yeah. We're going to have to get cheaper at that position, uh, given we're paying Beasley and, and Diggs. So it's definitely it's somebody. definitely a need. It's def they're definitely sneaky needs because you've got one tech safety and wide receiver. I've listed yeah. down as as your sneaky needs because you've got Beasley. He's going to be 32, 33 come the end of his contract. Sanders, one year. Then do they value uh, McKenzie? Hodgins actually show what he needs to show. And then obviously you've got Gentry, Powell, Williams and Kumaro. Yeah. Are they going to step up? So people I may not that, like, may not think it is, but there is chance. There's a lot of love for McKenzie and I get it, but the team has not been utilising him beyond that Miami game, mm. uh, which was essentially, um, you know, a dead rubber at the end of the season. And I think that if they can get somebody who can do that jet sweep stuff, um, and, you know, Emes Marthmaset can do some of that stuff as well, you know, he, he can play there. Um, I think they might look to upgrade that position, especially if they've got somebody who they think can play in the slot, maybe a little bit outside later on. All right, so we're now to our uh, last pick. Let's just look at the safeties. I don't know if there's going to be much available at this point. Um, I do feel like we want a safety if we can get one. Okay, Paris Ford's there. Yeah, okay. Let's just take a look at the um, the TDN rankings on all players, just to see if there's somebody who's dropped that we might not have expected to. Do, 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 do. Yep, to the, um, the way it says TDN predictive board. Just go to the... Uh, predictive board? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, predictive wait, board. yeah, click on the... Um, player rankings option so can you give you and the system wants to let me do it doesn't like there you go sometimes you find that just somebody's unusual is dropped to be honest okay. I, there are a couple on there austin watkins i yeah. like he's dropped quite a bit i mean tight ends yeah. right, carrie angeline's there yeah, I mean, we're down here in, in the seventh round. You're basically just looking for trades, right? You're looking for somebody who you think could, could develop, maybe someone who could put a bit of pressure on Tommy Sweeney, not averse to tight ends. I mean, Let's just look at the safeties again. Yeah, because I was going to say, there's a couple of guys there I, I do like on there. And no, that is not the rock sun. I, I actually looked that up the first time. Um, I've done that. But Quintero Cole, he's a big hitter at safety. Mm -hmm. And the other one is Darren Hall, who the Bills have actually met with, can play corner and play safety. And the Bills obviously like flexibility. Um, yeah, I, I, I do like I do like Paris Ford. Um, I think he's a he's a solid option. Um, Any other you know positions what? you want to look at? Um, don't think so. I think those are the two that. Um, so to me, it's between Carrie Angeline or Paris Ford. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Paris Ford. Um, Paris Ford. Yeah, I think okay. safety need is is more important than tight end this year. I think they're going to want 
to see development from Dawson Knox, but I believe he's got it in him. And obviously mm-hmm. we've got that guy from um, from Seattle um, to sort of uh, fill out that room. Got to somehow fill this big gap with Tyler Crawford going. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bit of a red zone threat. All right. Um, so let's, so. Do, let's have a look at your trades first and foremost. Mm-hmm. So you traded 32 to pick up um, your, your fourth, to get the fourth, the sixth, and 32 mm-hmm. for the 30 and the fifth. Uh, went Then went back down again to 40 to pick up a fourth and a fifth. Then you traded up. And then you traded up again for a defensive tackle, not a running back. I don't see running back there. I see <laughs> defensive tackle. Yeah. Um, I would so, have gone for Tyler Shelvin around. <laughs> <laughs> so to be honest, with that defensive tackle in there, I like it. I mean, Stevenson, I think he can play defensive tackle. He's going to be a very slim Faster uh, defensive tackle, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you you happy with that? I mean, I'm pretty happy. I mean, I think what we've got here is in the in the second round, we've basically dealt with our three biggest needs, um, mm-hmm. and then when we get that defensive tackle, we've got a good quality defensive one tech um, coming in in the, um, in the in the fourth round. I mean, those are our biggest gaps between you know where the. I mean, if you think about the issues, big issues last year were. Can we stop the run? Right, that, you know, we, we need to hopefully improve with well, one tech uh, with with Star and obviously maybe draft somebody. We saw Levi get big void a couple of times, get done for pace a little bit. Can we get a more athletic, faster guy on the outside? That's solved by Malafonwu. Um, whether he starts or not, I don't know. Again, he can play some Buffalo nickel. We got killed by tight ends in several games. Yeah. I worry about that going into this year because obviously the, the Patriots have upgraded at tight end. Tight end. They've got two pretty solid guys. Mm-hmm. It's a good chance for Miami draft pits. Um, and, then, <laughs> and we already struggled with, um, with Gusecki last year at times. So that's four games. And not to mention um, playing Kansas City at some point. And, and, um, and Tampa Bay or Gronkowski. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's I think... A, a tight end neutralizer trying to get somebody who can who can alongside Matt Milano go up against um, two mm. tight end sets is important. Melifanu maybe can do that, I think, in uh, next year. Yeah. But I mean, there's, there's a range of players that, that could solve that that problem. But yeah, I'm pretty happy with this. I mean, so it's, there's no, nothing sexy there. There's no, you know, Quiddy Pay or, um, or Jalen Phillips or... Um, yeah, uh, Karamoa, but you know they don't fall to you and they and they go too early. Those aren't options for us anyway. So and I, I think we've, in the collective, we've improved the bills for for 2021 and 2022 pretty well, pretty nicely there. And for people that actually are listening to this rather than watching on YouTube, a get on YouTube, subscribe and watch it. The 119th pick was a computer generated pick for some reason. You would have taken a defensive tackle there. I'm going to put that out for the audio version um, only. Obviously, the people watching YouTube have actually seen that. It's uh, it selected himself. <laughs> so, Charlie, thank you very, very much for for coming on, for going through a live draft and defending your own draft. And all I can say is. Um, Let's just roll on, uh, roll on Thursday. It's going to be a um, yeah, looking be a fun to. few uh, few days. Anything planned? Fantastic. Thanks, man. 
yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy a bottle of whiskey and I'm gonna um, I'm gonna sit there for three evenings and um, and just enjoy. So yeah, I mean, I'm off on the Friday. I booked the Friday off, yeah. so three nights in a row. Um, <laughs> I'm sure I'll be chatting on on Twitter and 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 catching up with some friends in the states. And um, yeah, I can't wait. I, it feels like, especially with lockdown, this is kind of this has been fun to, to do a bit more prep on the draft, get a bit more yeah. into some of the college prospects. You know, I've not always had lots to, to do in the evening. So no, this is, this is going to be great. And I'm actually not looking forward to this, the gap now between the end of the draft <laughs> and the season starting. All right. So thank you again, uh, um, Charlie, for, for coming on and for, for Charlie, Matt saying, uh, go Bills. Yeah, not us. Not us. You don't know anything about heart. You don't know anything about work. Huh? That's who we are. Bills on three. One, two, three. Bills.